Stay tuned after the podcast for a special message. Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates shepherd's pie. It's like puke in a pan. Plus, it's morally wrong to call it pie. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. Joe hates littering. The penalties range from $10 to $500. They should range from $500 to death. And Joe hates when people say Satan as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Welcome to the Things Joe Hates podcast. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake. Today we are talking about things I hate about dining out. Dining out, restaurants. Right. Generally, 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 it's a nice experience, right? You put it, put on your coat and you walk out the door and you're thinking, I'm going to go get a nice meal at a nice restaurant. But there are some times when that goes horribly awry and I wind up hating it. Thank you for there being bad restaurants so that we can enjoy this moment with you yelling about them. <laughs> right. Uh, so the first thing I hate about a restaurant, uh, about dining out rather, is restaurants that don't take reservations. Okay. Why? Why? Because I I don't like waiting in line. Okay. And fair enough. I call a restaurant up and I say uh, I'd like to make a reservation, and they say we don't have we don't have a reservation system. And I know exactly what their what their reason for not having a reservation is is because people make reservations, they hold the table, and then people don't show up for the table. So what right. kind of restaurants are you talking about? Because I tend I. I will say this. I don't frequent a lot of restaurants that take reservations because they tend to not be high-end enough, Well, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, but you don't have to be a high-end restaurant to take a reservation. Yeah, um, I guess so. So you're saying like this is like Buffalo Wild Wings won't hold a reservation for you for like a birthday party. I'm, I'm talking something. about something. I don't really put Buffalo. I put Buffalo Wild Wings into a category that's that I wouldn't expect them to take reservations. Yeah. But like, for example, a prime candidate for this is Outback Steakhouse. They don't take reservations. Okay. Or at least last time I called one, I can see that. That's yeah, a, that's a go in, sit down, have a nice dinner with a with a uh, you know not not uh, the, nobody should misunderstand me. I'm not a big fan of Outback Steakhouse. Really? Um, yeah, I'm not. I love Outback Steakhouse. Do you? Yes. I think their steak is bland and unseasoned. I don't eat a lot of steak, so that doesn't bother me. Uh, I, they have this stuff. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like it's essentially just like chicken, grilled chicken, bacon and cheese, and like some kind of seasoning like a honey mustard seasoning yeah oh it's like so the good. oil from the blooming onions smothered all over it. oh it's so good. and i love blooming onions too so like, yeah i actually I love really outback those. steakhouse and I, they I'm... have they have um foster's beer there do they australia yeah beer. you know what that's good you can that, get a, a that's foster's. a good beer so but does it come in the can does it come in the oil can no it comes no. In, a, in a bottle in a bottle right yeah, yeah. i want well, the i think can. they even have and and some of them i think have bars and they have on a draft then as well yeah and that's that's fine, but they don't take reservations. So it's it's a it's a restaurant that you go into and you have you have a nice sit down meal. But you you in order to eat there, you have to show up and then you have to wait in line. Yeah, and that's a decent. Usually, it's a decent wait because there's a lot of right. people that like to go there. Yeah, exactly. And it can be like, how long's the wait? Oh, it's forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. I don't want my meal to take forty five minutes. 
I don't want. What makes you think I'm gonna I'm gonna wait around for you to cook me food for 45 minutes? That number one that indicates you haven't planned this out well enough. To so you you have you have either not enough facility or your prices are too low because you should not have a 45 minute wait. That means that money is walking out the door and here it goes. Bye. Right. <laughs> That's what I say when that happens. But you know, I mean, how hard is it for you to to say? Um, you know, we take walk-ins and we'll take reservations and just don't take a lot of reservations. Right. You don't or, necessarily have to advertise that you take reservations. Right. But just take them. Take them. Yeah. Take them. And also, Ta- just to be clear, you're not yelling at waiters and waitresses and hostess, hosts no. and hostesses. You're no, no, yelling that, at the management. I'm yelling at, I'm yelling at the company. Because they, yeah, they yeah. make the decisions. Right. Um, not, I, you're not yelling at the hosts because no, they just work there. <laughs> I'm going to get to the waiters. Okay. I'm going to get to the that, waiters. Right. They can't be held accountable that the restaurant right. doesn't no. have reservations. I'm not uh, – yeah, I, I right. can't I can't blame them for that. Okay. Um, but worse worse than a restaurant that doesn't take reservations is uh, is a, reserva- a restaurant that takes your reservation and then you show up in time for your reservation. Yeah. And you wait anyway. Right? So, That's obnoxious. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, at least the people who have the uh, – who – at least the restaurants that don't take reservations are being honest about the fact they don't take reservations. Right. Right. But when I go to a restaurant and I have a reservation at seven and I go in and it's six fifty five and my entire party is there, there are no excuses. And they go, it's going to be about 10 minutes for your table. My first question is why is it going to be 10 minutes for my table? It should be five minutes at most. It should be five minutes at most. I actually don't have a problem waiting five, 10 minutes, but I have waited 20 minutes for a table when I had a reservation. That That is bizarre. It that's- is. And uh, I've gotten to the point where I, I've I, I'm I'm old and crotchety enough that I won't stand for that anymore. And if that happens again, I'm just going to look at my watch and go, "It's seven oh five. See you later," and yeah. just take everybody and leave. If I can, if I can, if I can do that without suffering a revolt. That's yeah. That's the thing. There's internal politics at, right, exactly. at play there as well. <laughs> Uh, the next thing I hate about dining out is when you're at a restaurant and you're enjoying a nice meal and you say, uh, excuse me, I must go to the men's room. And you go into the men's room and there's an attendant there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a yeah. totally unexpected and completely unpleasant surprise. <laughs> right? But what, why are you in here? What are you what are you doing? It's yeah, there's there's some that's just weird. Yeah. It's, it's awkward. It and is awkward. Also, how much does it suck to be that guy? Right, exactly. Sitting in the men's room all day. This is your job. Right. That That's a terrible that's job. That's awful. That would, I, there would be a hundred things I'd do before I had that job. Yeah, wash the dishes before that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. But you know what? Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Right. I, yeah, I don't I don't fault anybody. I don't blame the guy. at the, I For just, having to do that. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, uh, I, I don't appreciate it at all. I mean, you know, if if your if your goal is to keep the men's room clean, send someone in there every fifteen minutes. Uh, you know, have somebody on on janitorial staff every fifteen minutes go in there and clean that bathroom. Yeah. Um, you know, and and well, there's make, also make the, it that person. There's also that element of like, then you got to tip them. Right. You got to tip them. And em. it's not exactly. First off, I don't go to the bathroom with my wallet all the time. Right. And I I never carry cash. Yeah. So like now I'm an asshole for not giving this guy. <laughs> A, you know, a couple bucks. Right. I mean, especially if if you're cleaning a bathroom, you could probably use a couple bucks. Right. You know, so yeah. like I feel extra bad. Exactly. But I don't know. It, it's also weird because that usually that happens at like very high end restaurants. You're like, this is yeah. a 
this is a fa- very fancy restaurant. Exactly. Right? This is a we you only can have reservations restaurant. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. But this has also happened to me at a county fair. Uh, now, I think at a county fair, there might be a different issue there. Well, I see why they do it, but right. I'm just – there's – my mind is trying to draw a correlation there, and it's like fair, fried Oreos and, and dirty people and pigs and cows and fancy restaurant, suits and ties and tuxedos right, okay. and dresses, so, and it's see, like see, Like you walk into a bathroom at a restaurant both. and you go, what is this, a county fair? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's yeah it's it's weird um yeah I I will I will absolutely say a vast majority of time I've run into bathroom attendants is at fairs not a restaurant I wouldn't mind running into a bathroom attendant at a fair that wouldn't bother me because I know why they're there they're there to yeah. keep uh, but I feel, shenanigans from going on in the bathroom I feel even worse for those people though yeah because yeah, there is shenanigans going yeah there's on going on yeah there's shenanigans some, going on in the bathrooms and there's people that they're there for messes. a reason and that reason is no good yeah so finally. And this is the thing I hate most about going out to eat. And I can't stand this when it happens. When waiters serve half the table before they serve the rest of the table. And it I, this happens, here's how it happens. You're sitting there and with your party and uh, the way you you're waiting for your food, which is fine, that's what you have to do. Uh, even though you're not the waiter, but you're waiting. Um, <laughs> there, there's a pun. So uh, if you um, enjoy that one, Chris. If you <laughs> if uh, if you if you have the um, the the waiters come over and they put down the food in front of half the people and they go we'll be right back, and then they'll come back for like five or ten minutes. Meanwhile, everybody that has their food is sitting there politely not eating with the people that don't have their food, mm-hmm. right? And the people that don't have their food are telling everybody go ahead and eat, go ahead and eat. You don't need to wait for us. You know, and and the polite people are waiting and the food's getting cold. And the what that does is it creates a consternation at the table that I just can't stand. It creates an unnecessary tension. The restaurant business is part of the hospitality business, okay? And this is the antithesis of hospitality. You've created a, a, a tense, hostile environment that I now have to deal with, and that's not why I go to a restaurant. If I wanted that, I'd cook my own meal at home and have everybody tell me it sucks. That's what I'd do. Interesting. I mean, I can see... I. That might, yeah, the that's that is awkward. Nope, nobody likes this. I'm yeah. sure. I mean, but, I I don't know why that would happen. Maybe the the half the order was up and the other half wasn't right. going to be well, for then, a while. Okay, then put it under the heat lamps and wait. Yeah, you know? and this does not happen at high end restaurants. In fact, one of the marks of a five star restaurant, a truly five star restaurant, um, is that the wait staff comes out and everybody's plate hits the table at exactly the same time. That is top-notch waiting right there, and you don't see it very often. And I'm not looking for that when I go out to a place that is not, you know, that you know is is a is a commodity restaurant or is just a little mom and pop shop. I'd like just, hey, everybody, here's your food. One, two, three, four, five. That's fine. That's great. That's perfect. But not, hey, here's two people's food. I'll be back in a half an hour with the other two people's food. <laughs> no, that's unacceptable and intolerable. All right, so now it's time for Joe rates your hate. Um, and today's hate is a little bit weird. I don't really have uh, hate about dining out, so I just had to pick some some other random hate. So I'm just going to hate rate these things relative to each other as opposed to uh, uh, to what I hated today. All right. So Leonard from Facebook hates businesses with no public toilets. <laughs> I hate that too, Leonard. 
I hate businesses with no public toilets. You know, one of the worst things about doing this is having having a uh, a young kid, right? Oh yeah. So and I've been that young kid. Yeah, I've I've I'm, I'm sure, sure I most I of us have. I, I'm sure everybody's been the young kid, but I remember one time going into an auto parts store with my son, um, and he goes, "Dad, I gotta go to the bathroom." And I I look at the guy who is selling me the auto parts, and and I go, um, "Can I take my son back to use your bathroom?" And he looks at me and goes, "No, bathrooms aren't for public use." That you know, just you know what that tells you. It's in such shoddy repair right. that they won't let the public in there. Right. Because otherwise, what does it matter? Yeah, I don't. I don't care about that. I don't care that I'm. I'm sh- I know I'm going into a bathroom in an auto parts store. I don't expect. I worked in an auto parts store. Uh, it's for not going to be three pretty. summers. <laughs> I know it's not going to be pretty. Don't worry. I'm. I'm not. I don't have high expectations, right? But just, especially with a young kid, let me use the bathroom. You know. Well, you should have said, well, your options are either right, yeah. you let me use your bathroom or he pees on the floor. Right, you're going to have a mess to clean up. Yeah, so, so um, yeah. <laughs> that's your I, decision. I, I ran him across the, across the parking lot to find a restaurant, which always has a, uh, yeah. a, a bathroom. All right. So Tom from Facebook says, I hate whenever I buy something, there's some deal where I buy two, then get one free plus like $5 store cash. That, and I got to use... I got to use that on some certain day. Now I'm paying twice as much for my toothpaste, got three times what I needed, and have to come back again next week to spend my free money. All I want was a damn tube of toothpaste. <laughs> that is a long-winded thing of hate. That was a long-winded thing of hate. It was <laughs> tough to read. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess I do hate that, Tom. Tom, I hate Tom's convoluted thing with all the special deals and then how they rope you in. Yeah. That's I, pretty. It is. It does get complicated. Right. Yeah, stores should just sell me stuff. Just sell me things. Just give me, give me the, give me the price. Give me the item at a reasonable markup, and let me get back to going about my business. Just give me my stuff. Right. I give you money, you give me stuff. That's how capitalism works. So Dave sent an email and says, "Quote: I hate when people pull their food out of the office microwave before the timer is done, and leave the remaining time on the clock. These people are monsters. <laughs> Dave, you are so." So right. You're 100% correct, Dave. <laughs> they are Whoa, monsters. That is a monstrous behavior. I hate this. I hate this a lot. Um, this is your sociopath thing that yeah, you always yeah, talk Yeah, exactly. About. This is my sociopath. This is somebody saying, yeah, you do this. I don't, it doesn't affect me. doesn't affect care. me. I'm done. Yeah. We're going to have to have, a, uh, I think, a special episode on where I talk about my, my understanding of sociopathy and how it works. That's but, great. If yeah. we could find, if there are any psychologists listening... Please let us know. We can bring you in as a guest. Right. That would be amazing. It would be awesome to have a psychologist in here. That would Fantastic. be perfect. So, all right. So let's rate these things in, in order of hate. Uh, so let's see. I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put number number three as Tom's thing going in to buy something and not have not being able to get out of there easily. I, I hate that. I'm gonna say number two is is Leonard's lack of public bathrooms in in Ugh. stores makes me crazy yeah that's and that's bothersome <laughs> number one is is dave's uh dave's example of, of sociopathy where people just leave the time on the microwave for you to uh to fix it i i think the only thing worse than that in the off in terms of office microwaves is when people cook fish in the office micro office microwave Ugh. 
That's got to be. That's got to smell gross. If I had an office with with a microwave in it, uh, you know, and I ran the company, that would be policy. Company policy: do not cook fish in the company microwave. Who cooked fish in the uh, the, the break room microwave? Phil, you're fired. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Clear out your office. You're going home. Right. Thank you. Uh, HR will have a check to you in the mail. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. You can follow me on Twitter. You can like us on Facebook, or you can send me an email. All of that information is on our webpage at www.thingsjoehates.com. The female voiceover in the opener is provided by Andrea Petrilli, and the podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. To get in touch with either Andrea or Susie, just shoot me a message. Hello, and welcome to the Metacast. Jake is here. Hello. Hi, Jake. Good. So what is a Metacast? This is just uh, kind of a, a thing we're going to do from time to time and probably tack on to the end of the episode. So if you're just looking for laughs and, and uh, all that, uh, probably not going to be very many laughs here. But uh, one thing you will find is our undying appreciation. So I wanted to talk to our listeners about um, about what, what's going on. And the very first thing I wanted to say was thanks to everyone who has listened to the podcast. Uh, in the first three episodes we had 100 downloads and as i write this or as i read this or whatever say this to you now we have over 200 downloads of all of our podcasts uh and last monday this is going at the end of episode seven last monday when we released episode six was our highest number of downloads in a day and we had 25 downloads across uh all of our episodes and that was pretty impressive that doesn't seem like a lot but for a a a small uh humorous podcast done by two guys in in the basement at i am impressed and i am i am thankful and grateful thank you so much to everybody who listens i really appreciate it uh we have uh we have always focused here on listener engagement uh and and trying to get uh you know be interactive with our audience and so far facebook has been the biggest way we uh have done that and we're we're very appreciative to all of our followers on Facebook, Twitter. I have 300 followers on Twitter and um, or over 300 followers, and there I don't get a lot of interaction out of that. So it's um, it's not really a good interaction point for this. I think people follow me because I follow them, but I'd like to see people follow me because I have a podcast. That would be better. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Things Joe Hates. That'd be great. Oh, by the way, our Facebook uh, page is facebook.com slash thingsjoehates. And email, thingsjoehatespodcast at gmail.com. I think I've gotten a total of one or two two email messages so far. <clears throat> so email's not all that big. So even though uh, listeners can send me emails, I'm still kind of waiting for my first unsolicited fan email. <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing from my listeners. Anything you, you hate... I want to know about it. If you get to a point uh, with something and you go, I hate this, just email me or, or tweet me or, or send me something on Facebook and I'll, I'll, I'll lock it away and probably talk about it on another episode. I'm, we may even have an episode that's just all listener hate. And, uh, you know, if, if, if I get enough interest in it, that's what we'll do. Uh, speaking of things that are coming up, uh, we're going to have a few new things coming around. So one of the things that I'm working on right now is story time with Joe. Uh, this is going to be something where I tell a, a a funny story that has happened in my life, and I promise you, all of them will be true. Every single one of them. It may seem like a lie, but it will be true. Um, 
Sometimes uh, truth is stranger than fiction. Truth is stranger than fiction. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I, was, I was talking to my mom. And I said to my mom, hey, uh, are you listening to the podcast? And my mom goes, uh, I-, I don't know how to listen to podcasts, Joe. <laughs> <And> I, said, <laughs> I said, well, when you get your new phone, I'll show you. And, and uh, she said, but, but your niece is listening to the podcast. And apparently a few episodes ago, I talked about uh, a loud noise and how I don't like loud noises. And the, I told the story about me being on the ferry um, and climbing the fence to get away from the foghorn that was on the ferry as we're leaving port. And my niece actually said to my mom, is that true? Did he really do that? (laughs) My mom said, yes, he really did do that. So uh, I guess my niece is of the trust but verify mindset. (laughs) That's always good. Good good mindset to have. Good mindset to have. But yes, the stories I tell are true. And if if it's not true, I'll I'll say, no, that's not true. Anyway, uh, we have some specials coming up that we're going to be doing. Uh, we've got the origin story about how this list of things I hate and how uh, how it started getting tracked and, and how we moved over to this podcast and how how we've done how we how this has become something that it, the thing that it is. It's going to be dark and it's going to be gritty like all other origin stories. <laughs> no, it's actually kind of funny Aww. and humorous and okay. lighthearted. But just to be clear, there is a list. There like, is there, a list. There is a list. There that, is a physical list with. Yep. Things Joe hates. That, that's, and that's right. I mean, that's incredible. That, that list we're is over get into a that. thousand items long. That's a, and it, I just think that that's the most amazing part of all this. Right. And uh, there is uh, that brings me to the next point, Jake. Uh, at some point in time, we're going to have the top ten things Joe hates from the first thousand things Joe hates. So this is the very top one percent of things I hate. <laughs> and it's uh, if nothing else, it'll it'll at least at least be humorous. I think. Um, some of them are kind of out of date by now, but um, like here's a spoiler alert. Uh, I don't think this is going to make the list, but I hate that I know who Snooky is. But <laughs> that that was one of one of one of one of my top contenders until uh, soliciting for comments for this for the podcast. We did a couple of pilots, and I talked to some people, and uh, I, I talked to a friend of mine who's actually a screenwriter, and he said uh, that when you're talking about things, try to keep them timely. Don't go old school. So. Snooky's probably not going to make the list. Snooky, you're out. Yep. Speaking of which, have you heard anything from her recently? No, thank God. Isn't that fantastic? It's amazing. It's it it's like advertising. If you don't look See, at it, it goes away. You said you said that this wasn't going to be funny, and here we are. We're cracking jokes. So uh, yeah, well, you just can't contain yourself, can't, can you? I'm, I'm just naturally a funny person. I guess. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, Jake, you've been collecting bloopers. Yes, I have, and I tell you what. I am excited to put this out because there's some good stuff. You're a blooper machine. <laughs> I am a blooper machine. Oh, man. And finally, we might actually put out some merchandise. Um, some things with a logo on it and maybe a tweet like, uh, you know, it says Joe hates that he knows who Snooky is underneath of it. Once I get the top ten list out, um, I might go ahead and go to one of those sites where you can make your own shirts and have them made on demand. And you can order a shirt that has my logo and – uh, that was designed by Susie Blake, by the way, actually designed and made up by Susie. Uh, and maybe you can uh, buy some merchandise and, and look fantastic in it. Well, that's about it. That, that's um, I just wanted to, again, express my eternal gratitude to everyone who listens to the podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope that you're enjoying it, and I hope that you continue to enjoy it. Please share it with your friends. And uh, if you think they'll enjoy it, tell them about it.